Welcome to Radiant Church Podcast. We want Jesus to be the message in everything we do. We are those who look to him. Now, here's David Perkins. Father, we love you, and God, we thank you for this church, and we thank you for every mom that's here. We thank you on this special day where we celebrate them for their sacrifice and their love for you. We thank you for their, um, God, just their, the joy uh, that, the <laughs> that radiates from them. And Father, we ask that you would do something unique today in their hearts, God. We just pray that they would feel honored and loved and blessed We ask, Lord Jesus, that you would open up your word to us. We pray that it would come alive in a supernatural way. And so we pray, Holy Spirit, living word, cause the written word to come alive in us that we might be transformed and look like Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen. All right, we're gonna pick up exactly where we left off uh, last week, verse 12 of James chapter one. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because... Having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And here we go. When tempted, uh uh-oh, last week trials, this week temptations, just loving life. Here we go. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Welcome to church. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, we know. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. So don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits for all he created. So what's that temptation in your life that tends to take you down? Just want to ask you that question just off the top. Maybe just, maybe some of you, you got a few that come to mind. Uh, But maybe you've got that one that you know, yeah, in my journey, this this is something where the enemy tries to take me out. That temptation in your journey that is, is challenging you in that, the enemy comes, and, and really the origin here of the temptation, according to James, is that evil desire within you. And so we've got prior, we've got James talking about tests, and, and the idea there is that God wants what's best for you, and tests or trials are like a test where he's, he wants you to pass that test. But this idea of temptation is a little bit different. This idea of temptation comes from the enemy or from evil desires within you. And so you've got that thing, that, that temptation, and everybody's got them. I mean, the reality is, is maybe you come to Jesus and you think those temptations are going to go away, and then you follow Jesus for a couple weeks, a few months, years, decades, and it's still a battle. It's still a temptation. And the enemy is doing whatever he can to try to pull you out. And everybody's vulnerable in different ways. And so for some people, man, something like drunkenness c- continues to be a temptation. For other people, man, greed is just, it's just it, it, it comes after you or, or anger or pride or, or even maybe take an addiction, you know, if you want to kind of see the way that it plays out. And that, those different things continue to play out and cause pain and frustration and temptation in your life. And Even in this message, I'd like for you to even try to imagine as we get started, one or two of the things that are in your life that are really temptations. In other words, it's easy to sit there for 
25, 30 minutes and just think this is for somebody else and just kind of generalize it as the concept of temptations. But I'd like you to think about that one area that you want to overcome, that one area that you want to go to battle on, that one area of temptation that's real for you. And so we read out of the New International, but it's interesting because in the ESV, verse 14, it uses this fishing word. So it says, but each person is tempted when he is, and what we just read was said, dragged away. But the word there that the ESV uses and kind of the, the big idea there, it's a fishing word. And the ESV actually says, when he is lured and enticed by his own desire, like, like lured, like caught, like snagged. I'm not a big fisherman, uh, but I've had some, some fun fishing. I've fished on open skiff in Alaska and I've done some deep sea fishing uh, in, the, in the Gulf. <laughs> I've fished at Deanna Rose and um, <laughs> that was actually my favorite by far because it was over in an hour. But um, it's like, yeah, I went fishing today and I went to Sonic and got a half price drink. But anyway, um, that's how I fish. Uh, and I got fishing stories. But anyway, I was in Alaska. It was a big deal. They were like, we would take the preacher fishing. I was like, oh man, this is long. But anyway, um, <laughs> But if you talk to a fisherman, you know, each, each kind of fish, whether you're in Alaska or if you're in the Gulf or if you're at Deanna Rose, use a different kind of bait, right? So the truth is, is that the enemy in strategy comes after you with different kind of bait according to what you'll be lured by. And so your struggle and your battle is different than other people's and the enemy is strategically coming after you because the enemy is not out to hurt you. The enemy's out to destroy you. And so... My prayer for us is that we would take what James is saying here and that we would, that we would overcome temptation, that we would be, go down a journey of overcoming, that you would embrace some process. And James really lays out a process here by which you're able to overcome temptation. And the enemy knows if he can get you just like a fish, just like a, 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 a fish that's not too bright and a fish sees that lure, and of course, we all know when you go fishing, it looks attractive until you bite. And when you bite, boom, dead, right? I know, I've killed fish on the dock at Deanna Rose and they're dead. Just kidding, I put them back. Um, <laughs> sorry, I gotta stop talking about fishing. But that's the reality for us is that it, it looks good. It's, I mean, it, the, the fishing illustration that James is using here is really real. It, I mean, when you look at the things that look, look good to you, Unless someone's lying to you, I mean, sin for a season, it looks good. It, it feels good to just be mad. Like, man, that, I, think, I think it'll feel better if I just carry that grudge. Immorality, man, looks good. Feels good. If I could just live that way, and man, then I don't have to walk in covenant marriage. And it just, it just feels like that might seem better. Or greed, sure seems like those rich people that just kind of spend everything they have on themselves and live in luxury and care mostly about themselves, sure seems, like, sure seems like they're enjoying their life better than me. And so it's not fake. Like when we talk about the allurement of sin, it's not, it's not like we Christians look at that and just say, yeah, that's not real. No, there's a reality to it. There's a, there's a temporary fading thrill. And yet what James talks about here is the process by which it actually takes you at the end result is actually death. And so, all right, that was dramatic. Can you turn that off there? There we go, thanks. 
Okay, good. And so uh, I, I want us just to take a few, a few, a few points and, and start with the, uh, verse 13. It says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. And so this is kind of the first big idea uh, that God does not tempt you. He just doesn't. The reality of uh, who God is at his core, is, he, he's good. And, and we just sang this song that he's a good, good father. And so James is saying here, when, when you think about that temptation that you're experiencing, that temptation that you're struggling with, that's, that's I mean, God's, God's not a God that tempts. He wants to test you, but he wants to test you through trials because he wants to promote you. And like a good, good father, he wants good things for you. So just like a good father will enable his son or daughter to go through something challenging in order that they might get stronger, that would be the motivation why God would allow you to go through hardship. But that's very different then the evil desire, the, the temptation that comes along where the intention and the motivation is to destroy you. And so when you come to Jesus, you, you, you still have that battle where you're struggling with, with those temptations. And Satan's got this goal. I wanna take you out. And sin promises comfort at the expense of obedience to God. Tell you what, I'll give you some comfort, but it's gonna going to cost obedience. And so you've got this choice, obedience to God, which in the end brings life or choosing to give in to that temptation, which when it goes down that process ultimately leads to death. And that's my hope and my prayer for us is that you and I would just this simple today. We want to just make choices that lead to life, make consistent choices day after day that lead to life. And temptation, it's a constant battle. Like it doesn't go away. Like you can get better at resisting temptation, but the enemy, the enemy's coming at you. You could talk to people that have been Christians for 40 years and the enemy still is trying to lure them. The enemy is still after them. And so you and I want to get in the place where we're strong, we're able to see it, and we have a strong front that says, I am not going to allow the enemy to take me out. And it usually starts, usually starts with just these, this little thought. And my prayer for us is that we would grow as a church. I dream about you and I getting stronger as the years go by and that internal battle, that internal battle where you get used to saying yes to life, no to death. And I want you to know that that battle is gonna continue. That battle is real. And, though, and, the evil, and the enemy wants to take you out. The enemy wants to take those evil desires and come after you. So one of the things that we often think, I think, is that we're a little bit upset with ourselves that we still struggle with temptation. But I wanna encourage you that you can be godly and still possess temptation. Here's what I mean. Even Jesus had Satan come and tempt him. And so sometimes people think, well, why do I still have this temptation? Because there's a real enemy. Because he's still coming after you. And he wants, I mean, then I'm not, say, I'm not bringing any kind of justification of taking a step towards sin. But the fact that it exists, I mean, Satan comes in Matthew chapter four and he is after Jesus. And Jesus, the baptism event has just had the Holy Spirit. I mean, come on him with strength, the audible voice come from heaven. And here the enemy comes to do battle with Jesus. So you know the story well in Matthew four, where he comes and he says, turn these, turn these stones into bread. Lies, questions, provision. 
And the enemy comes, just he'll do the same thing to you. And that, that will God provide for me? Will God, will, will God provide what I need financially? Will God provide, this is even in terms of morality. Will God provide what I need in terms of my sexuality? Will, will God provide, and the enemy comes and attacks. So you've got that inside, like, man, what? <clears throat> Enemy's just trying to get you to just take a step. Just take that step into temptation. Just take that step towards death instead of that step towards life. Obviously, the enemy comes and looks at him and says, throw yourself down, put God to the test. Enemy comes along. He's just <laughs> looking at Jesus. Bow down, worship me. And of course, we know that Jesus is able to respond to the enemy. And I just love the way that three times he says, in the midst of the most famous temptation story that we have in the scriptures, Jesus is saying, it is written, it is written, it is written. And Jesus, I like the phrase, Jesus talks back to the devil. A.W. Tozer wrote a book called, I Talk Back to the Devil. I have no idea what's in the book, but I like the title. <laughs> and I just think that's good for us. Like, just know that title. Hey, I talk back to the devil. Because the devil's attacking and tempting. And the greatest way that you're going to be an overcomer, the way that you're going to resist temptation is when you feed on the word of God and you've got that inside of you. Like deep inside of your core, it, like, like friends, just I know, that, I know that reading is associated with college and I know that we live in a generation where we just don't wanna read, but let me tell you this, I hate to break it to you, but as a Christ follower, you're gonna have to read your Bible at some point. There it is. All right, everybody got mad. <laughs> because here's the deal. You're gonna want to live on the offensive and possess something inside of you to talk back because that enemy is gonna keep luring you. He's coming. He's coming after you. And so you wanna have the word of God inside of you, alive, working inside of you where you've got the inertia and the strength to look back at the devil and say, no, not a chance. No, I'm not giving into that. I'm not giving into that kind of pride. I am not giving into that kind of anger. I'm choosing not to give into that kind of greed. And you've got and you've got the word of God alive, active inside of you. That that's a beautiful way to live. It's a beautiful way to live where you've got it working in here. And so Jesus Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews actually spoke of Jesus, says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. So here's what I encourage you with. Jesus, been tempted, did not sin. In your journey, you have the ability to say, I want to be more like Jesus, less like my flesh, and let that process just get stronger. Like, Jesus, help me. Like, even, on, even as you walk through your day, I mean, and you know the moments, like I feel it. I feel the moments when I'm angry, right? I feel the moments, like yesterday, I'm on the John Deere tractor mowing the yard, and I'm, I, I gotta preach on Sunday, and I'm really close to being done and I run out of gas and I'm just mad. Like I just, I'm so close, right? But it's a choice. Okay, God in this moment, I know it's not a very big thing, but I don't want to tell you my biggest sins. So 
I'll wait until about the three or four year mark, then I'll start preaching those. But right now, you're still getting to know me, so let's just keep it anger on the lawnmower. Um, I'm not quite that comfortable yet. Some of you I don't even know yet, but anyway. Um, so I think for us, the dream is, is, that, is that we would begin to just feed on the word of God, and it's not even just what you get here. Like, it's not just what you get on Sundays. It's not just like, hey, we're working through the book of James, and so over the course of six or seven or eight weeks, I'm gonna learn more about James. Like, that's not enough. Like, you gotta be a self-feeder where it's, it's in ya. Like, the word of God, it's, it's, it's more than just something that you ought to do. It's a, it's, it's, I mean, it's just like, like my dream for us as a church is that we have people that love it, talk it, chew it, and then when the enemy attacks, they're able to overcome. Like they're able to take a step towards life instead of giving in to the process. That in, where James lays out this process where it ends in death. And so number three, each temptation is a battle you can win. Really? Yeah. You can win battles. So look at this. He says in verse 14, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown gives birth to death. Not if you're tempted, James says when you're tempted. So I just wanna embrace James, brother of Jesus, at his word here, the temptation's coming. And so when I'm tempted, and so you've got really a a process here because that temptation, it really starts with a thought, right? Like it starts with this thought, and you're not, you haven't given in yet. Just boom, it's just there. It's just, but then you've got a choice. Where, where am I gonna go with it? Because the thought, the next step towards sin, which ultimately then is towards death, I'll just call it imagination. You know, where you start to picture in your head what it looked like. And then the next step is where you actually move in the direction of that sin. Like you actually take an act, you actually do something that gets you closer. And you know, you'll, it, I mean, depending on what we're talking about, greed, lust, pride, anger, whatever it is, you, 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 you haven't, you, you just, you just kind of move in that direction. It's like a slow slide in that direction. And then after you move towards it, then there's the actual sin that actually takes place. And then according to James, it actually leads to the final is death. And so, and so we live this lifestyle where our goal is each time we're faced with that temptation and temptation's coming and the enemy knows how to take you out. The enemy is trying to take you. He has lured a hook that is custom created for you. Hate to tell you that, but it's true. Like he's after you. Like there are things in your life and he knows I can get him with that. I can, I can hook. Like I was on a flight this week and there was three different guys sitting next to me and all of them were middle-aged men and they were on video games for the entire flight. And the enemy just knows there's no chance I'm getting David Perkins with video games. Like David Perkins, I, I just, it's just not a temptation for me. <laughs> like I, it, in 1989, when I was in seventh grade, it was, a, it was a big deal. And my parents, my parents would not get me any kind of Nintendo console. And uh, it was painful for me, right? Um, <laughs> And so my kid, my friends were playing Mike Tyson Punch Out, and my friends were playing Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, and um, 
and I just, I just never got it. Like I asked for it, I didn't get it. But subsequently, that desire, I've just never played, I couldn't even walk into a video arcade as a child. I was like, dad, can I have a quarter? He's like, that should go for the poor. I'm like, sorry. Like that, that was my childhood. And so, so I've never had an addiction to video games. That's one way, I, I've wasted my time in a lot of ways, but not video games. It's just, it's just not there, all right? There's other, I, I, for me, I, I, there, I've never, I've never, I've never struggled with gambling in my life. I've never gambled a, a quarter. I just, I go, I've been to Vegas. We've done events and I've gone through Vegas and seen those are the most expensive buildings. Looks like they're winning and the gamblers are losing. I'm not even going there. Like that's just, there's no way that, the, I mean, the enemy's not going to entice me and lure me with that. But I'll tell you this, the enemy's got his strategy. And I know what those things are. And I know those things that are temptations for me. And I know the way that he has custom created that lure to try to get me to bite, to snag me. And man, I'm gonna do everything I can. I'm gonna try to practice what I'm preaching to my core so that no chance that that's a part of my life. And I want you to be able, I, and I, can, I, I know what those are. My, I've got close people in my life, friends, and they know what those things are. And I will, I, I, I'll, I'll confess it to them. And I was in an accountability group this week. I mean, I, and I want to invite you, take the steps. Because here's the reality. The enemy is trying to knock you out. And even when I say knock you out, it's, it's intentional. It's even like, like, a, like the boxing idea, right? Like in a boxing match, if you've ever seen boxing, you can lose a round but still win the fight, right? And the truth is, is that there are moments where you give in and you get crushed and you're defeated and you're sad and and, and, and you gotta get up again. It's, 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 it's my favorite verse. It's why we named this church, Radiant Church. Those who look to him are radiant. Like those who fix eyes on Jesus are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. I've got the grace and the kindness of God to get up and keep going. And if you've seen like a Rocky movie or Creed or something like that, you can lose around and still win the battle. And my prayer is that, man, when you lose that battle, when you lose a round, when you lose a round, fix your eyes on Jesus and start taking steps towards life. Take steps in this process away, away from the enemy. Don't let that get in. And these, when, when we look at the way that each decision that you have, each choice when you're you kind of pick the, the, the temptation that you have. The scripture says that there's always a way out. That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, he says, no temptation, has seized, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out. Everybody say a way out. He'll provide a way out so that you can endure it. So there is a way. No, David, I've struggled with this my whole life. It's just the way that I am. It's my one thing. Everybody thinks they've got this one. This is just my thing. I can't defeat this. I will always have this temper. No, I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll just perpetually live with greed. No, or this addiction. Mm. Here's, here's what I want to invite you to today. Make war with that one thing, that thing that you tolerate, 
and just say, you know what? I want to overcome. I'm going to overcome that temptation. Whatever you feed grows, and whatever you, whatever you starve dies. Whatever you feed grows, and whatever you starve dies. Renata's birthday was this week, and I ate on her birthday like I have not eaten in a year. Someone gave us a gift card to Cheesecake Factory, and I enjoyed that. I ate way too much three times that day. If I ate like I ate on May 12th, I would grow. <laughs> but if I don't eat at all for the next year, I'll die. I'll starve. Whatever you starve will slowly die. Like those desire, that desire will start to go down. But whatever you feed upon, you'll develop an appetite for. Whatever you feed will grow. And so it is true that temptations can get weaker as you consistently starve them. As you consistently say, no, I'm not going to go there. No, I, you know what? Generosity has grown and greed has been starved. Kindness has grown. Rage has been starved. Purity has grown. Immorality is being starved. Now, you heard me right. The enemy is after you. It's forever a battle. But every day you're making a choice. What are you gonna grow and what are you gonna starve? And so you can make choices. God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow my hunger for you today. I'm gonna grow forgiveness instead of snapping back at that person. God, I'm gonna, I'm, man, I, I want the right thing to grow, God. I want, I, I wanna feed on God. I wanna feed my spirit. I wanna starve my flesh. And so just day after day. And so I gave you some of mine. I gave you some things about me. Some things that they're not, they're not gonna take me out, but I know the things that are. I wanna invite you to kind of look in your own life just so that you know. Because if you know, if you know these are the things where, if the, where the enemy's trying to take me out, then you know what to starve. Then you can work on it. You pray it, God help me. You memorize the scriptures about that thing. I know, this is iPhone generation. We don't have to memorize things anymore. We got Google. I wanna invite you to memorize it. I wanna invite you, get it in your head and your heart. Man, we, we can know the lyrics of songs and we can, we can quote movie lines. Let's get the scripture on our lips. Let's get it where we could say it. <laughs> that was the, uh, when I was 19, I was preaching at a youth camp and I was like, like Leonard Ravenhill was my hero when I was 19, you know? And so I hear him say these big dramatic things and so, I, I, <laughs> I was at this camp and I looked at these teenagers and I said, if you could quote more movie lines than you can scripture, I'm not sure you're saved, you know? And <laughs> the youth pastor said, say that again and you're out of here. You know, and I was like, oh, sorry. And so I'm not gonna go that far because I've learned it's part of the good thing of being older. But I would say this, I would say this, man, try to, try to feed on the right things. Like rearrange your time in your life to where you're feeding that. You're feeding the word of God is 
coming alive inside of you and, and growing inside of you. So I wanna give you just a few ideas here um, on how we can do that, how we can grow the right things. Um, number one, I wanna encourage you to just get as close to God as possible, just as close as you can. Like James goes on here and he says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. So it does, it, you know, they call James the Proverbs of the New Testament because it could feel like he kind of switched topics there. But I don't think so. When I read it, I think he's saying, you think that the world has these good options, but you actually have a father that wants to give you good gifts. And so instead of feeding upon the temptations that the world has to offer, ask God for the good gifts. Like ask him. Like he wants to give you these things. He's, he's a good father and he wants to give you the, I mean, we sang that today. So we wanna make these choices of God, okay, fill me. The riches of heaven are greater than the fading pleasures of earth. So I feel so bitter towards these people that betrayed me. And I, des- I want to give into the temptation of talking about them, s- slandering them to other people, tweeting about them, whatever I can, writing them a letter, but God, help me. I'm asking the father of lights. I'm asking the good father to help me. Give me the good gift of forgiveness. Give me the good gift of mercy. Give me the good gift of kindness so that I choose a process that leads to life rather than a process that leads to death. You're gonna enter into these processes based upon the choices that you make. And so I would say, number one, get as close as you can to God. Like, and, and this, is, this is a constant theme at Radiant Church, but just make a choice. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fight to get alone with God every day. Like spend time with him, get to know him. It just really is true that today I've talked about your motivation being that you don't end up with death. But it is also a motivation. John 14, 15, if you love me, you'll obey me, Jesus said. And it really is true that the more that you do just ardently, fervently desire God, like you just, you know him and you love him, the stronger that relationship is, actually the easier it is to choose life instead of death, to overcome temptation. So I wanna encourage you, number one, just get as close to God as you can. Number two, fill your mind with the word of God. That's why we do like what we call Hashtag Rad365, where we're just reading through the Bible together in 2017, where you just get the word of God inside of you. And my invitation to you today is to to fill up on it. Um, Reading it, download the Bible app on the the version app, and it's got it, you can read it. You can, it can be an audio Bible. I mean, even if you'll just listen to it about 13 minutes a day, You'll read through the whole Bible in a year. But whatever works in your lifestyle, whatever your, however you get to work, if you run, whatever it is that you do, but let's get that inside of you. If you'll, number one, get as close to God as you can. Two, just old school, straight up, get the Bible, get the word of God alive in your heart and mind. And then I wanna just go ahead and go here and I just wanna say, I wanna invite you to just avoid the harmful influences. Like just straight up. I think when I look at 
man, people that 40, 50 years have a tender heart towards God. I know the, the, the argument often comes back, well, I can handle it and I wanna be relevant and I'm strong. I'm just saying, some of the mightiest warriors of the faith that I know were very vigilant of making sure that they only set before their eyes good things, that they didn't put in their ears junk that'll take, tear them down. And I just wanna invite you, just as part of Radiant Church, be intentional. What movies you watch, what music you listen to, what websites you're on online, where you're making that choice. All right, God, give me strength. And this is the idea. This is, in my opinion, in my opinion, it is putting those temptations out in front of you on a consistent basis, function like lures. And the more lures that you put out, the more tempted you are to bite, the more tempted you are to just at some point and you're snagged. And so I just wanna invite you, man, there are some areas of your life, just swim away. <laughs> just, just be the fish that didn't bite and just swim away and you won't have, you won't have the options, you won't have the temptation. And I gave that silly illustration about video games, but it was kind of real to me this week because I saw so, I mean, just, I mean, I'll just, I'm not trying to be pious, but man, I had a great time with God on that flight. And I saw, I mean, all the guys around, all sitting there on, on video games. And I thought, man, that flight for me, I walked off refreshed. I walked off like, whoo renewed in the knowledge of God, let's go. And I, I'm not making a judgment, I'm just saying in terms of time. And your time, man, it's precious. And it's easier to give into temptation when you're isolated, when you're tired, when you're weak. And so renewing your spirit and getting the word of God inside of you, it does help you in time make better choices and resist the enemy and not start the process that leads to death. Last one is this. I wanna invite you just be honest in a, in a small group. Like Radiant Church, you're gonna hear small groups forever because real life change will take place when we're connecting with the people and encouraging one another. And I just had, I had some guys in a small group talk to me this week. As none of them live here in Kansas City, but, but talking to me about depression. And I mean drastic, drastic after effects potential negatives if they give into this depression. I mean, I had another guy this week confess rage towards God because circumstance is so hard. But in the context of those groups, you're able to be just a voice, just listen and then say, all right, what's true? What's true about the nature of God? what's true about your situation. And though those are the emotions that you currently feel, man, let's, let's pull out truth out of this. Let's get Jesus' perspective on this. And I don't know the choices those guys would make if they didn't have someone saying, let's work through this. And so, man, my hope and my prayer is that kids, we do small groups in Radiant Kids. Like, we've got a goal that by the time your kids are 12, 13, and 14, small groups, that's just a part of their life. And then they're 13, 14, 15, junior high. Just, they, 
They've been sitting in a circle and calling each other to follow Jesus since they were kids. High school, same thing. All the way up. And we want to do it in this culture as part of who we are as Radiant, where just those things are part of our lives so that in that process, right now, choice. Anger, forgiveness. Forgiveness starts a spiral process that leads to life. And I actually take that moment and it becomes a test. God uses it and I become like Jesus. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And I can go through circumstance. Or it could be the enemy gets in, tempted to become angry, tempted to become bitter, start a process. Thought needs to imagine me griping that guy out and write an email. Take a step towards sin. I'm going to do it. I'm going to call him. Take that step. Leads to sin. Why? I can't believe you. Rage. Ultimately leads to death. Living out of temptation. Grudges. Emotion. Instead of, man, that same circumstance. God can use a little pop quiz that I took steps and ended up like my savior on a cross who was able to look at people who did far more than anybody could ever do to you and say father forgive them really every day you've got a choice these can be pop quizzes that God uses for good it can take you down a pathway that leads to death. My prayer for us is that we would pass the test. Temptation would not be victor in our lives. And I want to invite you, whoever you are, wherever you are, with whatever thing you thought about this morning, when I said, think of one thing, I want to invite you to swim away today. Take a step in the right direction. We bow your heads with me. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in our hearts and our lives. And Jesus, we just ask, God, that you would help us. God, on our own strength, we'll fall so short. But man, with the Holy Spirit, with the power of God at work in our lives, we can feed on God. We can get stronger as the years go by. We can wake up a year from now. and The young man who's dealing with rage, filled with peace the young woman who's dealing with materialism greed is filled with generosity and serving the man who's so hurt so bitter so dealing with rage kindness the woman Lord God who's so, so filled with we just ask that you'd help us to be like Jesus we just confess God we live in a world where what is demonstrated in front of our eyes is that man if we yell at people if we live for now if we live for money if we if we focus on us we will get 
happier, the good life. And God, we just resubmit our life to you. We want the Jesus way, not our way. Help us in Jesus' name. I want to invite you this morning, if, you're, uh, if you've been someone that's been far from God, and today you want to just make this choice to follow Jesus, I'm just going to give you that choice to do that. He will come and he will change you. If you want to do that today, I just want to invite you to pray this prayer right after me. Just stay at your seat where you're at. Just repeat after me, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you that your way is better than mine that you are good and perfect and true. Thank you for sending Jesus to live perfectly and die on a cross for me, raised from the dead. I want to be one of his followers. I want to go his way, not my way. So today I choose to follow you. I give you my life. Change me. Help me. Come be in me, God. Thanks again for listening. To learn more and to join our Radiant family, check us out on social media and online at RadiantChurchKC.com.